You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Derek, I'm afraid of heights. You know, made me go real high this time, <laughs> so we'll talk about it off camera. But we'll start with introductions and titles, I suppose, um, because I know that you guys generally have different hats and do a multitude of things within your scope of work. And then we'll dive right into where we are, because our listeners surprisingly have been looking forward to this for quite some time. And I'm glad that we can finally sit down and go over it all. You want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, so my name is Justine Polkowski, and I'm the content marketing manager. Um, I've been here since April, so almost a year. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Sure. Almost Thank a year. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Maura Devlin. I'm the vice president of marketing and PR. And where are we? Welcome to Seneca One. Yes. And we are on the 24th floor. So if you're afraid of heights, don't look out the window behind you, although it's a great view that yep. you're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a pretty sunset. It looked like June. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Were you guys always down here? No. So we actually moved in here in February of 2020, if you can imagine. Oh, wow. So we were here for a handful of weeks until we all were sent home. And it was, uh, you know, this was obviously coming in here. We had renovated the whole floor. Uh, We were the first tenants uh, to come into the tower after it had reopened. Um, And so there was a lot of anticipation. And then, yeah, we were sent home for a couple months. Um, but now, I mean, we're here and this place is buzzing, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the day when you're here in the daytime, it's it's alive. And um, yeah, it's everybody. It, it's home. Yeah. Where were you before you came here? We were in the Innovation Center at um, 
if you know where like dig is over near the mm-hmm. medical corridor so that's where when 43 well i guess at some point early in the early days they ended up moving over there um but really just outgrew the space pretty quickly which is a good thing mm-hmm. right that means that we had companies that were filling jobs you know keep in mind it's not just 43 north we have a team of uh, 10 or 11 people but we have companies you know we have 18 companies that sit on this floor right now um, and so, you know, almost every seat is, is full of an, you know, of an employee of one of our portfolio companies. So can we lay out your business model, I guess, for listeners that don't know anything about 43 North? Because it's kind of hard to understand. You have your own set of employees, but then there's portfolio companies that also makes you outgrow space. Like there's yes. so much to that. Yeah, this is actually a great place to start because I think so often we we know exactly who we are and what we are, right? And then we dive right into it. And I think <laughs> I think that's part of it's it's a big barrier that we have is that people don't quite understand what Forty Three North is or what we're trying to do. So let's start there. That's great. We are an accelerator that hosts an annual startup competition where we invest five million dollars into fast growing companies. So what that means in English is that thank you i was gonna ask we were (laughs) i'm right there we launched in 2014 as a way to drive economic development in buffalo and really essentially to create jobs you know create opportunities for people that live here and we do that by attracting companies to buffalo so money's a a nice incentive a good way to get them here Uh, but 43 north is so much more than that um, so if you win our competition, we typically have selected eight companies a year to receive a cut of that $5 million, uh, And then they have to agree to move their company here for a year. So um, they, you know, at, least half of the, at least half of the company, half of their team has to be in Buffalo living here. Uh, and then it's our job at 43 North to help them grow their business and really make them fall in love with all that Buffalo has to offer. Um, and like I said, we got started in 2014, and we've been pretty su- successful in keeping companies here. We have almost 60 companies in our portfolio, meaning we've invested in almost 60 companies, 58 to be exact. Um, and I think the number is upwards of 38, maybe, around that have a presence in our city today. Wow. So when you start in 2014, how do you even do that? Like. It's a ton of money that you're saying we're going to give to these businesses. Is it all like sponsors of this competition, or where's that money coming from? So the state, I mean, I keep talking. If no, you go can, ahead. <laughs> uh, so when we, la- we launched as part of the Buffalo Billion okay. back in 2014, so we're state-funded. Um, so this was something that the state created and they, they support. Um, we're not state-run, um, but we do, you know, we're partners you know, particularly of Empire State Development. Sure. They're very supportive of what we do. But each year, and that's something that's unique, is that they give us that $5 million to invest, uh, to go out and find, you know, who, who are the companies that would be, you know, best positioned to, to grow here. Um, and so, you know, we do it over and over again mm-hmm. each year with that competition. So New York State got a grant, correct? And the Buffalo Billion was... All state, or was it also federal grant money that they allocated to the state? I don't remember. I believe the Buffalo Billion was all state funded. So the state said, we have X amount of money that we're going to reinvest into Buffalo and outside of like Solar City with Tesla and Samsung and all those other companies that took over parts of South Buffalo essentially for jobs um, and said, we're going to create a company. Because I thought it was one dude. 
I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know that it was from the state and said, we're going to invest money into private businesses, but we're not going to run it. We're going to let the private citizens run it. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole longer story behind it, sure. but I think to, I think to sum it up, mm-hmm. essentially what happened was Buffalo Billion came about. The state said they, they went to a couple um, entrepreneurs and kind of visionaries and leaders within Buffalo and said, tell us how we could we could drive economic activity in Buffalo. Like, what can we do? And mm. they literally had a brainstorm. Mm. A group of leaders got together and just brainstormed ideas of ways that they could create jobs or generate wealth in our region. Uh, and the answer was, let's have a startup competition. Like, what better way to generate business activity than to either support businesses that already exist here or to bring new ones to Buffalo and give them a reason to come here? And how do you do that? you host the largest startup competition in the world. And that's that's what they did in 2014. Largest startup competition in the world? Yeah. So is that your scope? Is anyone even outside of New York State can apply to this? So, Absolutely. Yeah, oh wow. yeah, oh yeah. We had like, even in this year's cohort, um, we had one of our winners came from Nigeria and another one came from London. And wow. now they're stuck here for a year. They're not stuck, they're excited <laughs> to be I here. I know. <laughs> that's amazing though, that's really cool. So how do you get your word out to like, everybody it's got to be difficult the marketing team <laughs> yeah go. that's our it's our <laughs> dream team so it's it's kind of a combination between our marketing team and our portfolio team our whole team is, it's really like a group effort to get together um so some people on our team they go out and they travel um so shannon mccabe she kind of runs our recruitment of our portfolio uh she was just in tampa she'll go to some other cities some conferences and meet with investors meet with founders and just kind of get the word out so some of it's her travels some of it's worth word of mouth um and then the marketing team i mean we we try to be creative in terms of attracting the right audience and finding founders. Um, I manage all of our social media, so I make sure that I'm connecting with people on Twitter and you know wherever they're, LinkedIn, wherever they're gonna be. Um, you know, We do some really interesting marketing initiatives. Uh, over the summer, we mailed out like Bluetooth speakers hmm. um, it, with just a little note that said, help us make noise. And, and if you know hmm. a founder that would be good for our competition, um, have them apply and you get a referral b- bonus and things like that. So it's kind of a group effort, but we try to get creative with making sure that we're finding the right people to be a good fit for our competition and for Buffalo. Because not everybody's a good fit for Buffalo. Sure. You know, we yeah. we want to make sure that they're going to thrive here. So is that part of the analysis or the competition? Is that like, would you be like, you can't really bring somebody that is, I guess, solely based off of solar here because we don't get a lot of sun. Like, is that part of the analysis or is that not part of it? Yes and no. So the founder has to have a Buffalo plan. So okay. before they can even complete their application to apply to be in our competition, they have to answer questions on what is your plan for Buffalo? Why Buffalo? What are you going to do when you get here? And then every time they go through another step of the application process, so they, they go through the application and then they go through some another video interview and then um, they go through some of our like investment committee, they have to take a look at them. Then they get invited here and there's a couple rounds of pitches and every single stage they're asked, why Buffalo? What are you going to do in Buffalo? How are you bringing jobs to Buffalo. So they can be a solar company, but they have to know why they're going to be successful here because they want their business to grow too. I mean, they don't want to come here and fail. Um, But if they think that they're a good fit and there's a market for that here, then absolutely. But it it has to be a good fit. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of information. So what was the first year like in 2014? How did you start like you got the money from the state and now you're like, let's do this. What was that first startup like? Well, it's funny. Neither of us were here then. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but I asked that question a lot because it's, this is, it's hard. It's, it's hard. And then to think that you have to do it over and over again each year, but think back to 2014. I mean, 
it's still, there's still such a big part of what we do is educating people in Buffalo about startups and, you know, why the innovation sector is important to be investing in and things like that. Well, back in 2014, when they launched and said they were going to do this, people are like, what? Wait, why? So they had this huge job, not only to put, to promote the competition itself and do that globally, but they also had to brand 43 North and help people understand like what it is that we were and what we were trying to do. Um, and so I think I went off on a, on a tangent there. What was your original question? Just like what the, the first competition was like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I know where I was going with that. So they had thousands of applications that year. I mean, I think they got upwards of like 13,000 applications. Oh, um, and basically they said they came out as the world's largest business plan competition. So very quickly after year one, they learned right away 13,000 is too many applications. Like somebody has to go through all of those. It's not like a robot on the other side of it, right? Um, And so within the first year or two, we pretty quickly refined the criteria. This is who we're looking for. Um, I think even since the early days, they were clear about the fact that you're coming to Buffalo. This is not like a bait and switch. We don't want to find great companies and then realize after like three months of diligence that they don't want to live here. Um, and so that right now, I mean, we are very clear about that. We want companies that want to be in Buffalo. Um, and then there's just other criteria that helps us weed out kind of the waste um, or help us know, like, this is a great company. They, you know, maybe they're an agritech company. They're involved in, you know, some kind of farm tech. Um, that might be great to grow their business here. We had one of those winners last year. Um, so they're just you know, we're industry agnostic. Um, so there's no, it's not like, okay, we just look for ed tech or we just look for health tech companies or things like that. So we have a really diverse portfolio. Um, but we still have, we're, we're pretty strict in, in our selection of like who we think would be a good fit here and who we think we could support. Sure. It was funny because I was looking through your prereqs, and one of them is no entertainment companies. And I texted him immediately. I'm like, "Sorry to break it to you, man. We're out. We're out." <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say, you know. But it's it's a good point because the first initial thought during a startup is, "Are we going to be successful?" And then getting flooded with thirteen thousand applicants, you're like, "Well, at least there's next year that some other companies are." You know, we can look at some of these other applications that we received. But then, to your credit really of narrowing it down is that demand finally to the point where you're established enough that people understand hey it's 43 north you want to win this and you do want to go to buffalo for a b and c outside of the bills just rocking um and then now you're getting thirteen thousand worthy applicants yeah i mean well so we we're we're We've moved away from getting 13,000, and that's been intentional. Yeah. Um, and we've done that by, we're no longer a business plan competition. We're looking for companies that are further down their, their startup journey. So, you know, they have traction with paying customers. Maybe mm-hmm. they've already see, received some outside investment. Uh, when you're inside the startup world, um, having support from an incubator or an accelerator, there are some really well-known ones across the country, like Y Combinator is a name. Um, we look for companies that have maybe already been through a program. So that's like a signal to us that they're already on their way. And so by setting that criteria, it helps us, you know, 
people self-select when they go when they self-select out once they come in and start to fill out the application they're like oh i'm not there yet maybe i don't have paying customers yet so they don't even apply so that's helped us cut out thousands of applications that's awesome Um, and it's it's important because a lot of times you know we still have some of our judges are volunteers and they're coming in here in the summer months um, and spending hours of their of you know away from their own jobs to help us go through these applications how many are you down to now so you know we're somewhere between this i think the sweet spot of what you're trying to go after every year is um you know you want something between like 300 and 600 would be a a sweet spot it's the number we're not as concerned about the number anymore as we are as like quality applicants justine was saying before we spend a ton of time out on the road which is a really fun part of our job Um, but that's one of the best ways that we find the founders that we want to bring to buffalo is like Mm -hmm. meeting them out there at conferences telling them about 43 North because maybe they don't know about us um, and and trying to get them to come here. So it's become kind of grassroots in that way, but we're looking for like what we refer to as quality. And they're those companies that are, you know, they hit that criteria that I mentioned and they would be great in Buffalo. So if you, if you're a company and a founder per se to to better analyze it and they meet you at that conference are they able to work here? Like, how do you fill your floor within Seneca One? Is it companies that already won, or is it companies that are able to work here until the competition, or how does that kind of work? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, even, you know, when I just walked you around the floor and mm-hmm. I was like, this company's here, this company's here. So eight of them are the companies that just came in um, at the beginning of January. So they won our competition last year. As part of winning the competition, they get free office space for a year. So we house them here. They move into their office space, um, and they have to be here with their employees in person. Um, we do a lot of programming um, with them to make sure that their business is growing and successful. And then the other companies are past winners. So some of them um, are staying with us, and they, they remain on our floor until they outgrow the space. So sometimes that happens a little bit quicker. Some are here a little bit longer with us. So um, they are all of our portfolio companies, but they're a mix of some maybe one, four or five years ago and, you know, are, are with us now and some are just brand new and just moved here in January from Africa. <laughs> That's insane. And then they basically lease their space. Yes. Like the, the previous winners <laughs> yeah, until yeah, they move out. They do. Yeah. So they get a little That's bit awesome. of a, an incentive to do that. So it's a little bit less expensive on their end until, like I said, they outgrow the space and then it's time to kind of flee the coop and, you know, do, do what you got to do for a business in the real world. Because we, the reason I ask is we've interviewed another company uh, before this that is also in this building, and it's it's difficult. I mean, M and T is trying to fill floors as well to get their ROI, and then there's other companies that are trying to maintain their business to then ensure that they can keep paying their rent inside of the building that everybody wants to be a part of now. So it's in my opinion, extremely smart that you guys do that, where you're just like, we're not going to fully kick out, you know, but you're 18 now. So, <laughs> you know, help us pay our mortgage. Yeah. I you like know, that. when they join our cohort, um, they're part of the 43 North family forever. We're not, we're still here to support them, um, you know, throughout their entire journey. So even though their year is up, if they choose to stay in Buffalo, which many of them do, and mm-hmm. we, that's the whole point. So we're here to continue um, to give them the support that they need. Do you ever do like a, you said that you travel a lot for some of these companies. Do you ever have to like pitch Buffalo? Be like, listen, this is a, this is a cool city. I know that you don't, you you think we jump through tables all the time, but there's more than that. Uh, Yes, all the time. And I think we've all kind of perfected that story. Yeah. It's more than snow and chicken wings. What's your pitch? (laughs) Well, I mean, 
it kind of that was kind of the inspiration for for the love of buffalo mm -hmm. if you guys saw that um, it was amazing it was documentary well that we created um but i think it's 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 about you know there are reasons to live here and there's the you know we're four seasons and we're more than than snow and chicken wings and even the buffalo bills although i mean they're <laughs> a good selling point and if josh allen's listening we would love to get him involved in 43 north side note um <laughs> But, but Buffalo's become easier to sell, you know? I mean, and a handful of us, actually, maybe most of, more, us. most of us, were all people that grew up in Buffalo and left um, after college because we couldn't find jobs here. Mm -hmm. And then we were, like, slowly pulled back in for, you know, maybe to come and work at 43 North or maybe for a different opportunity. But when I graduated from college and moved to Chicago, I never thought I was coming back here. Sure. And then I just slowly started, I'm like, what's going on there? And I would come home all the time. And then I saw, you know, Canal Side come to life. And you do, you see the bills. Like, those are things that help to attract um, all those social elements and the entertainment pieces of it, help to get people looking here and thinking like, oh, that's a city I could want to live. So I think it's an easier sell for expats because we're all, we love Buffalo so much, sure. right? Um, expats those people that leave you know they're from <laughs> just just to define that in case there's confusion they grew up here they left and then we try to bring them back um but for somebody that has never been to buffalo or doesn't even know where it is on the map um you really do have to get past that we are more than than you know losing four super bowls and chicken wings that you know of and i think there's no better way to sell that than the founders who have already done it and that and that decided to stay mm -hmm. and i think when we tell them that you know, we have almost 60 companies in our portfolio and more than half of them said, I'm going to keep my company here. Or, hey, there's even a large percentage that said, I'm going to stay there, too. Um, it makes it an easier sell because I think then people can picture themselves being here. And the other big thing that's helped us a lot is just now that we've shown that we can you can build a successful company here, a successful tech, tech company. Um, people see that and they're like, okay, maybe instead of growing my business in San Francisco, where I'm going to be a little fish in a big pond, I can come to Buffalo and be the big fish in the little pond. Sure. Yeah, and, and that's a great point. So, you know, Maura was saying that most of our team has left and come back. And we went to Chicago, L.A., New York. I was in Charleston, South Carolina by the beach. You know, we went to these um, bigger cities where people flock to and then we come back. So we're able to tell those stories of, well, here's why that Buffalo is beneficial to my family. When you think it might be those bright, shiny, fun, warm cities, here's why this is actually a better lifestyle for me. And then our founders, too coming from California. We have a couple from Austin this year. So everybody's talking about New York, Austin, um, Miami. We, they're coming from those places. They're coming from London. They're not coming just from other smaller cities or mid-sized cities like Buffalo or smaller than Buffalo. They're coming from those big cities. So I think that's what makes it easier to tell that story and compare and say, okay, I understand that like, you know, that's, that's what's hot right now, but here's the, here's why Buffalo might just have those things that you might be missing in a bigger city. And it really makes those stories easy to tell and easy for people to understand. Sure. So the whole aspect of Buffalo being a tech hub now, when did that kind of start the, this whole idea that Buffalo is a tech hub and is that increasing your tech related businesses that are trying to apply? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think when 43 North came on the scene, that was part of the intention even though we, we even though we are industry agnostic you're you're looking for tech companies most often because they're the ones that have this ability to grow really quickly um, and that means they're building their teams uh, that means they're moving out of 43 north and they're going to lease space because they they need a huge office space um, and so i think the intention in the early days was like let's attract tech companies to buffalo they 
barely exist. Uh, our former board chair, Eric Reich, tells a story that when 43 North launched, they called him and the other like two founders that existed here at that point in time and said, you have to come to this <laughs> press conference, you know, and like show that we have this like startup, startup ecosystem that's, that's getting off the ground here. Um, but now we're in a totally different place. And in those days, it was like a funding desert. You know, when you have a startup, you need capital to grow your business. Uh, and I think something that 43 North has done really well, not only have we provided the funding, but we're also trying to get other people here um, to make those investments, to take those risks into something that is not what they traditionally would have invested in. And I think the revitalization of Seneca One as well um, and Douglas Development has been very supportive of all tech companies, you know, not just 43 North companies, but also M&T and Odoo and everybody that's in this building. And then UB has the UB Innovation Center and everybody gets together and collaborates. And that's one thing that I think we've heard a lot from other people from other cities is that the sense of community here and support is community-wide it's city-wide it's not any nobody's competing against each other all everybody that's in this tech hub or tech ecosystem or in the tech space um, or the startup space they want everybody to grow and thrive and succeed and i think that's something very unique to buffalo it's very buffalo yeah oh yeah what what is your general founding or founder age range is it younger like 30 year olds or is it older people or yeah, I think it's a range. Some are some are younger. Okay. Um, we have one that was a cardiac surgeon and, you know, finished his career there to um, start a, a tech company. So it's kind of um, across the board. I don't know if you have any more insight. Yeah, no, I think it is a wide range. We've even seen, if you think about that, if, uh, if somebody's coming to Buffalo, then they're typically bringing their family with them. Uh, and so in recent years, we've had to, you know, part of what we do is provide those services to help them adjust to moving here, right? So maybe they need to find schools for their children or daycares and things like that. So that's this whole other element, and it's not even related to their business, that 43 North comes in and we do everything we can to, you know, make phone calls, get them in places. Um, but yeah, there's there's a wide range of ages for sure. I think this past cohort, they may have been a closer range, you know, it wasn't too wide, but overall, you know, it's everybody. Sure. The reason I ask is because personally, I feel like there's a lot of people our age that are low 30s that their whole life they were told by their parents and their grandparents, like, we worked at Bethlehem Steel. We worked at the Ford Stamping Plant. We're no longer there. You're only going to be middle class. Like, we're not. It's just not that city. We're too blue collar. And then we grew up hearing these stories of other people in other cities doing these incredible things. And then the same thought came across everybody of why not me? Like what is stopping me from doing what I actually want to do? And the answer was absolutely nothing. It was just previous conversations and beliefs that were essentially passed down. Buffalo fell into a rut and to your point about, and your point leaving. And then you see the, the blast of businesses coming up. We have 10 cranes up at the same time, which is like unheard of for the first time in 15 years in the city of Buffalo. And now everybody is getting to a point where student loans are paid off. They have careers. They can afford a house. They're okay with doing a roof as long as you give me new appliances. Like it's that kind of a conversation. And now it's, I understand the ability to work very hard because I was in the age of without cell phones until the middle of high school because they really didn't exist to I understand how to use them, but use them effectively and efficiently to then start my dream and do what I want to do, but how? And then having 43 North here as an outlet to get the funding from the state as help, but then that competition breeds really like 
driven human beings to just keep pushing, pushing, push. And they're like, hey, you're going to have to be here for a year. It's like, whatever. Like, I'm from the South Towns, man. Like, I'm not going to leave anyways. Like, where else am I going to go? That That's such an easy conversation now. That's why I asked because if they're not from another city and they understand the city of Buffalo, why wouldn't you try to get into this competition? You know, like it's only going to help explode everything. And everyone loves Buffalo. Mm-hmm. If you're from Buffalo, you love Buffalo. It's just a thing. So if you can set up somewhere, you have a roof over your head with lights at work, it's the climate control. I mean, we're, we fought that for two years. Like, it's freezing outside. How do we do this? Like, our cameras are going to shut off. Like, what? You know, so that's huge. And it's amazing that that's finally a thing in this city because it's been wanted for so long. Mm-hmm. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. And and the more people that you have like that with that drive and that passion um, and those ones that are successful, those are more people to mentor those other people who are having those thoughts and thinking, why can't I do that? Um, So the more, you know, success breeds success, really. And it's it's starting Mm -hmm. to happen here. It's awesome. It's 80-20 rule. Yeah, really. So the company that kind of is your poster child for success is ACV Auctions. What was that initial conversation with them like when they applied for the program? And obviously they're the first company that is on the stock exchange too. So like, what was, how did you see them grow? Yeah. I mean, so that was back in 2015. That was our year two, I think. Um, again, we weren't here for that, but now we've become like historians because we're also the ones that that tell (laughs) the stories now. Um, so we don't know all the, all the dark secrets, but they were just average guys. In fact, if you, if anyone was at finals this past year, we told a story, we wanted to celebrate their success. And uh, I think the title of the video we created to celebrate them, it was from average Joe to IPO. Um, Joe Neiman is their founder. He was just somebody who worked at a car dealership, um, was getting frustrated and annoyed with the process of how they um, go to auction to sell used vehicles. I mean, it's just that simple. That was his job. He didn't have these like he he was he was entrepreneurial and he had that mindset. But I don't. He didn't go into work every day being like, okay, what's the million what's the million dollar idea? He created something to help his job. Um, and the next thing you know, it was like, whoa, this is going to change an entire industry like nothing ever before. Uh, and how cool was that, that that is something that started right here in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know, we, in, in those, even in, especially in those days, we were in that mindset of we need to bring these businesses here. But that year on stage, the top contender, they were our million dollar winner. They were born, that idea was born right here in Buffalo. Um, and so there was this huge level of confidence too that like, 
they're going to grow their business here. And that means they're going to hire hundreds of people. And now they have over a thousand employees in Buffalo. They have a couple thousand around the country. Uh, they're starting to go global. Um, and so, you know, to have that kind of traction early on, I mean, it's hard to build a business. And when you think of the fact that they were on stage in 2015 and how far they've come in such a short time, I mean, there's just no better example of like, they were successful. Like you can do it too. I think it goes back to like that mindset. It's like, okay, get past the snow and, and being in Buffalo, but we're so fortunate to have them, you know, as an example to hold up and say, you can build a successful company in Buffalo. You can build a successful tech company in Buffalo. And I think so many people, you know, there was just so many naysayers and there still are. And when we still have a lot of work that needs to be done, but it, it helps when you can point to them and say, we did it here. And guess what? They're not just the only ones. Mm. We have contenders coming up that there's going to be a lot of exciting stuff that happens in, in this year, too. Oh, cool. Have there ever been companies that won that haven't been so successful? Yeah, yeah there's been a few. Yeah. I mean, and that's what startups, that's the game. You yeah. know, it's part of the reason that we select eight winners every year is because odds are startups, your startup's going to fail. Um, that's okay in that in this world you embrace failure and maybe it inspires a new idea. Um, but yeah, we have had companies, you know, or maybe they're not growing as quickly as, as they thought or, or that we thought they would. Um, so they stay in it. And I think most, most of our startups though in our portfolio are still alive and, and, you know, going after their mission. That's sweet. Love hearing that makes me excited. (laughs) Honestly, the the whole process is very organic. Um, no pun intended for your farming businesses, but <laughs> and then in that, what type of farming has worked with Forty Three North for this area specifically? Of course, yeah, you know, yeah. So we have um, I can't remember the year of Soma Detectives a couple years ago. Was that two thousand nineteen? That's like three years are a blur. Yeah, so we... we, Exactly. We're all the same. Right. Um, So Soma Detect, um, they are a company that helps dairy farmers. Um, I always, like, forget the exact thing that they do, but essentially they're able to, like, detect, um, like, the health of the cows through the milk, um, Mm. you know, to Mm. just really expedite that process and make sure that there's no guessing games when it comes to the dairy that the farmers are producing. So, um, you know, a lot of people don't know, um, which I found out when I moved away from New York, that New York has a lot of dairy farms. It's not just New York's city. Um, so I think that's something that was really successful. And then we, uh, one of our past winners from this, from 2021 is called Flox. Um, and the, it's kind of a, a sort of similar concept using AI um, to detect the health of chickens for chicken farmers. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like testing their hormone levels and just making sure that they know exactly what's going on with their chickens um, and their health. So any problems that come arise, they can, they can take care of um, all using AI. That's fascinating. It is. Because I mean, when you first started, you were probably getting your t- typical tech companies that were like, I want to build this, I want to do this. And now you're getting like artificial intelligence for chicken health. And it's yeah. like, oh, what? Yep. What are you talking about? And then they actually win. Yep. That's that's fascinating. And they're, and they're like totally changing the game for farmers. But think of having to approach the farmer and say, <laughs> I have AI for your chickens. And it's like door closed <laughs> yeah. um, but it, it i mean every right like every industry has to experience that digital transformation mm-hmm. and so some you know if you're the first one there and you have to be the leader in that it's like you're not only having to build your business and you're facing all those typical challenges but you're also the one that has to be the educator of like this is what ai is but this is what it's going to do to drive efficiency on your farm and 
give you more time back or mm-hmm. save you this much money. Yeah, I was going to say, do you still want to hand inspect all your chickens at 430 in the morning because you got to jump on the hay piler <laughs> at five? Right, right you know? exactly. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot of work. Yeah, and I, I think with the examples of ACV and, um, you know, the, the farming equipment or AI that's being used for the chickens and for the cows, those are businesses that thrive in Buffalo. So, um, you know, we talked maybe solar would work, maybe it wouldn't work, um, you know, but I think some of that success is because they were a good fit for Buffalo. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So you guys recently released the For the Love of Buffalo series. What was that or that uh, episode? What was that about? Where did that idea come from and how did you guys do that? Yeah. So, you know, I think this kind of goes back to one of the earlier questions. Um, or, or, you know, I guess it gets into more of like where we're at in our journey sure. as 43 North um, because we've been around for now eight, eight years. years trying to do the quick math. Um, but there you know, when we go to other cities, people get it. We don't have to explain, oh, this is what an accelerator is, or this is, we're investing in startups, and these are what start, this is what a startup is. I mean, sometimes we have to get that granular uh, with people that don't know the space. And so we've had so much success and traction. Our companies have had so much traction in the last few years that it really felt like time to get that megaphone back out and, and help people in our city understand what it is we're trying to do and why we're trying to do it. Um, because when it comes down to it, it's like we're creating jobs and we need people in our city to fill those jobs. Um, or if you are somebody that has that kind of like entrepreneurial spirit and you just haven't felt comfortable yet taking the risk, it's like, let's show people that you can do it here. And if you live here, like this is, there's never been a better time to do that or to go look for that job. Um, and so the documentary, it came together rather quickly um but it had it had kind of started in the months before that because in 2020 we had to cancel our competition and there was a point because of covid and there was a point in time where we thought we might put finals on tv Hmm. so we had gone down this path of television and we had started to talk to local stations um and then when we knew we were coming back to life at shays on you know live on stage um we still had that the video thing was in the back of our heads and we're like, there are just so many stories to tell here. And it's not just about 43 North or finals, what you see there. Like let's tell the stories of the people in here, the, you know, Scott Wayman who founded kangaroo time. He came from California. He lives here now. Um, he, his headquarters is still in Buffalo. These are just great stories. And there's so many of them. Um, if you watched it, you saw Doug Jamal talk about, you know, why, why Seneca one tower, mm-hmm. why this building, Um, And so, I mean, even just thinking about it, I still kind of have chills. And I said in all those interviews, you know, and listened to their stories, but it's, they're so authentic and they're so much a part of like what all of us love about Buffalo. Um, So for, for the love of Buffalo, but (laughs) absolutely. Was it like a, we did it, we're, we're done with uh, the video or was it more like you want to do more of them in the future? I mean, I think we, I think we'd love to do more of them. You know, you, we took that on. I mean, it came together in a matter of three months time. In fact, I should, I I really should mention that Ralph, the Ralph Wilson foundation was Mm. the sole reason really that we were able to do it. They, they funded that production um, because they said, yeah, you need to engage the community, like get people involved and do it in in the biggest way you can. Um, And so we actually hired a production team and ran with that it came together in about three months time we found you know channel seven to air it for us to broadcast it um and so when it was done we were so proud of it um 
but we were also like, well, of course we love this. Like this yeah. is, you know, <laughs> we made it. <laughs> we're drinking the Kool-Aid, right? <laughs> like this is, we're doing it every day. But um, then I think, you know, once it aired and we, we just received so much positive feedback, but it's, that's not what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. Like the pats on the back. It was the phone calls and the emails that have come in since then from teachers who said, I saw this and I want my whole school to see it. I want to know how we can work with 43 North. Uh, We had companies call us and say, we have nothing to do with startups or tech, but how can we help? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, and those are just genuine and they're just people that love Buffalo. I, I always think like Buffalo is so cheesy. Um, but that's really what it is. Oh, and yeah. that response, like people are like, wait, this is going on in my city and I didn't even know about it. Like, how can I be involved in it? When we were first messaging back and forth, you're like, can I like respond to you in a week? Because this is just going live. I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it, it was a hectic time. Like Maura said, it came together really, really quick and it was a really excited, it was exciting time for mm-hmm. us. Um, our team came off of finals after being off for a year. Um, it was our biggest show ever, and then we did this documentary right after it. Um, so yeah, it was it was a lot that happened, um, you know. But the I feel for me, I think that's the beginning of the story. You know, we told the story of ACV and some of the other success stories in there, and that's that's just the beginning. This is just taking off. So I definitely think um, you know the way that we're projected to keep moving. Um, there's going to be more stories to tell. So I don't think that's going to be the end of it. I think that's the very beginning, and just getting people, um, you know, whether it's people who are graduating college now so they don't have to leave and find a job they know they're here or people like our parents who are like why what are you doing why are you leaving your your stable you know stable job to go work for a startup you know and changing those narratives and you know I don't know how more his parents feel but my dad came to finals and my dad just loves 43 North and he was the one that was like you have to go to college and you have to have a 401k at a very old company you know it's it's changing those stories and I think it was something that the Buffalo community need to hear but mm-hmm. um, now that they know they're, they're just going to want to keep learning more so but yeah it was it was a crazy end of the year for us it was fun that's awesome so what's next for 43 North now that that's out because you keep alluding to a huge 2022 which obviously we're all excited for but just so people understand we have to stay you have to tune in to see (laughs) yeah i think one thing you know last year was such a big year for us um but one thing that we're able to do again in 2022 is travel again and start meeting Mm -hmm. with people um we had you know like our biggest startup competition ever in 2021 and filled more seats at Shays than than they ever have before but um this year being able to get out and meet with people face to face again i think is is gonna um kind of change the game a little bit sure can the general public help at all like with you guys being state funded is there a way for the general public to help yeah there are lots of ways um i mean i i always like to say start simple come and have lunch at Seneca One. Mm-hmm. There's a, a food hall here. This building is, is beautiful. You can take tours of the building. Uh, and I say that because I think it's a little easier than you know, taking that step of go apply for a job at a startup, although that's another way. You could also invest in a startup. Um, if you're that person that has that entrepreneurial spirit and you have that itch, you could start your own company. And capital. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but that, I mean have lunch at Seneca One, come in and and just start to see, I think when you get into this building, especially in the summer, um, this is really, this is for the community. And what's really unique about that is they're doing that, they're building this tech hub, but they want everybody in our city to enjoy it. So they have free concerts here. They, you know, the food hall is open to the public, the bar here, they want people to come to happy hours. They're trying to bring people together um, to create those like collisions and ideas that are are born of that. but it's, you know, I think there's 
you know, the, the kind of the, the, what came of, for, of the, for the love of Buffalo documentary, the response to that, um, we had more, you know, we're, we had more people kind of knocking on our doors in the social media space, just rooting us on. Um, but it's, it's more than that. Like, get involved in it, you know, ask questions. If you're, at, if you're, if you're somebody who works at a business, uh, maybe, you know, see if you could be a customer, see if we have any services, if our companies have any services that might lend themselves nicely to, to your business. Like, you know, we were open to ideas um, and I think we're pretty responsive. Yeah, and we have a lot of partners too. Um, and a partner can be anybody. It can just be a friend that shares our stuff on social media or it could be somebody that, you know, our businesses, they need people to help them run their business. They need um, to contract work out. They need attorneys, accountants. They need everything. They need that support. So if you're somebody that specifically wants to work with our companies, um, you know, we can kind of have that partnership relationship where we can refer people straight to you. So I think there's a lot of different ways um, to support us in our companies in that aspect as well. Yeah, I think that's a great point because I was just going to bring up like any mentor programs or anything like that from the businesses that were successful where you can link them with a similar business that maybe didn't get accepted for the eight, but they can talk with this company that did and kind of what some struggles they had outside of capital, obviously, but what type of struggles they had starting up. So I think that'd be a pretty cool uh, thing too. Yeah. And, and, you know, just because the company doesn't win the competition doesn't mean that's the end of the road mm-hmm. for them either. Um, we had a company um, just this past year, uh, they're called Shield Care, and they're from Canada. They're not from Buffalo, and they were just recently featured on the front cover of Buffalo Healthy Living Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the relationships that they built here while they were in town, they made it to our semifinals. Hopefully they apply again in the future. Maybe they'll make it further next time. Um, you know, But just because a company doesn't win doesn't mean that um, they're done there. And they are, you know, our community is very supportive. And I think if the community keeps doing that, and sees a company that even if they don't win, if they resonate with them in some way, reach out to them. They need help too. Um, and I think that everybody can support a startup in a small way, even if it's just liking their posts on Instagram or something. You know, it's it can go very far or it could be such a, a small little thing, um, but it's not hard to do. It's crazy how much like just liking stuff or sharing stuff really helps small businesses, especially now. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Is there a limit to how many times a business can apply to be in your program? No. No. Yeah. No, in, in mm-hmm. fact, um, the kangaroo time, that was one of the stories in our docu- mm-hmm. documentary. He tell he explains how he applied one year, he got denied, and then the next year came back and, and won. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So are there is there a list of all the companies that you currently have in your portfolio, like online or anything like that? Yeah. So if you go to our website, 43north.org, um, there's a tab right at the top that says portfolio. So you can view all the companies that are currently part of our portfolio. Their website's super easy to navigate. Yep. Yeah. It's like the three lines. Everyone knows. It's like, there's more to this. And then you click, <laughs> and then it's got the standard yeah. things, and then it says our portfolio. But it's funny because your homepage says our portfolio is over like a billion, and then it's like our portfolio. It's like, is my computer going to like lock up here? Like, what's going on? Like, how big is this file? But no, it's it's awesome, and it's, it's very um, easy to navigate. So I'm excited. I mean, yeah. there's... There's a lot to you guys that isn't always discussed, and then it's it's frustrating because the 1% is always talked about. It's like, we're a startup, we've had success, this is our baby, 2014, billion dollars. But to hear you guys actually dive into the more about it, like you were saying, people from Austin, Texas, if they come up here, it's like, 
I have to put my kid in daycare. It's like, we got you. Like, where do I go to school? Got you. Like Apartments, everything. Ev- like, so is there a whole team for that where it's like the, the home ec division? Like, I don't even know what you would call that, but. Not, not a whole team, although our team kind of does a little bit of everything. But we do have a person that's their whole focus is we call it quality of life. Um, and so that's what they're dedicated to do. And, and they, they do a lot of different programming. They'll do events. You know, you go to happy hour, you do tours of like a local museum, things like that. But I mean, I guess we're all Buffalo believers. So it's, it's an easy product to sell though. Like when you're on the ground here, there's a lot of different things we can do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think founders are pleasantly surprised that, that they love it here so much. It's maybe not something they expect. I don't think they come here reluctantly. By the time they make the deci- decision to move, they're excited about it. But then once they get here, they're like, whoa. And by the way, all the people here are like rooting us on. You know, it's like some of them have told stories. They get into an Uber and someone's like, oh, I saw you on TV. You know, and they love that. Right. But it is that it's that like big fish in the little pond field. But it's also the the spirit. It's like that city of good neighbors and people in Buffalo, they want them to succeed. And so I think that's awesome. It's not just our team. It just kind of organically happens out in in the neighborhoods here too and when our cohort moved here this january we had a huge snowstorm that shut down the city a couple days later uh literally welcome. um and, welcome yes. welcome and and you know they were coming from africa from texas from california and all over instagram and in our dms and stuff and in our slack channels they were all sharing about how people were just helping them shovel helping them brush off their cars they uber drivers were helping them even though they were in a snowstorm and they were just like it's a tagline, but it really is the city of good neighbors. They were just like, you guys said so, and it really is. And I thought, you know, it was just so like serendipitous how we said this. And a couple of days later, you know, they get this snowstorm. And so far, nobody's been afraid of the snow. They've all, you know, we went, we took everybody skiing and they're, they're embracing the snow. Um, but yeah, I, I think Buffalo is just a very unique city. Um, and people are starting to see that. That's awesome. Have you guys ever brought family or friends from out of state up here for like a quick weekend or vacation? And then when those people leave, they're just like... I'm going to figure out a way to come back. Yeah, I actually just had friends here um, in September. Um, They are now living in Charleston, South Carolina, but they're originally from um, California and North Carolina. So definitely not snowbirds. Um, So they came up in September and we had great weather and they loved it and want to come back. Um, So, you know, we did a lot of stuff. It was really warm actually that weekend. So a lot of stuff on the water and um, a lot of breweries, a lot of places to go, Mm -hmm. uh, but they absolutely loved it. So um, no problem getting, getting my family and friends to come back and visit. Love it. That's awesome. So where are you guys? I know you said 43north.org. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, what are your social media handles so people can follow along? <laughs> yeah. So they're they're a little complicated Pay sometimes. attention. <laughs> Pay attention to yes. this. <laughs> so um, our social media handles are at 40, spelled out, F-O-R-T-Y, three, the number, <laughs> And then North spelled out. Um, so at 43 North. Usually if you if you go to Instagram or Twitter and you type in the numbers 43 North, it will pop up. But um, yeah, the Instagram handle is a little tricky. Was 43 North taken? Like the 43 yes. North, was it? Yeah. And sometimes it comes up and then we just haven't, you know, and, you know, we work in marketing. So we try to be consistent. So even if we have it in one place, we want to make sure that we're consistent everywhere. So everybody always knows where to find us. Um, so that's why they're not all the same. Yeah. But. We ran into that issue. Buffalo Happy Hour was taken and I'm like, I don't know what to do. We're I done. Know. So we were Buffalo Happy Hour at 12 for a while. And I'm like, wow. Are we 12? Let's just switch it. So now we're back. Yeah. Uh, what is 43 North coming from? Is it because the 43, the 43rd lateral? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's just, it's rounded up a little bit. I don't remember the exact yeah, number. It's 42 point. point. 
something. Yeah. Nice. Yes. It's above 42.5. Keep 40, it easy. 40, <laughs> 40, <laughs> thank you. 40. 7, yeah. 43 North. It's, yeah, it sounds better, easier. Yes. But if anybody knows the owner of the 43 North handle on Instagram, and we've tried. We, we, tr- we tried to get it back. Uh, we've, yeah, we've been, been there. Yeah. yeah. We've had that they exact had like same conversation. followers, and I'm like, come on, you're not yeah, using this. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We'll we'll send fireworks off when we get a hold of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Off the top. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you guys for talking with us. Is there anything else that you want to add that we didn't touch on? I mean, I think that I would say as someone before I came into the 43 North world, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get startups. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very clear about that when I was interviewing here. I was like, <laughs> why me? Then, you know, they, they want our team for our, our special skill set. Um, but now that I really understand it, I just I want people in Buffalo to to be a part of it, and I we want people to know that this is something for everyone. So if we're hosting an event and we say the whole community is invited, we really mean that. You know, if you're even just a little bit curious, you don't need to be looking for a job or anything like that. Um, you know, follow along on social media, come to our events, come to finals in October, and I think you just slowly start to understand what it is that we're trying to do here and the fact that it, it, it really is for Buffalo. Like you mentioned Bethlehem Steel before. That was like that was the opportunity, right? So many years ago. Like those are the opportunities. That's the future that we're trying to create here just with, you know, tech. Uh, and so you're all invited. Um, and I hope that, that people that are, are listening to this and have that curiosity reach out to us, you know, come to our events. We, we want you to be a part of it. Yeah, and I, I think, um, you know, we kind of talked about this in a roundabout way, um, but so we are state funded, we're a nonprofit. So mm. the, the work that we're doing is really, really impacting our community. Um, and it, for us, that's why we do what we do. We have fun, we love doing it, and we're seeing the impacts. Um, and it's really important. And we really want everybody else to see that too. And now other cities are starting to reach out to us because they see how our community is, um, you know, being lifted up and we're helping to do that. And they want to know how they can do it in their cities too. What cities? Uh, I don't know if we want to throw them under the bus, but other cities that are around the same size, mid-size, mid-size cities um, yeah, so in Pittsburgh, the Northeast. Cincinnati, confirm Ohio. Denied. Right. <laughs> That's amazing. That's cool. People underestimate the power of networking. So going back to your point, if you just come out to one of these happy hours or get-togethers or whatever, you can find your next job easy. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm happy you mentioned that. I didn't want to have to force another plug here, but if you are looking for a job, you should go to forgebuffalo.org. Or is it .com? One of the two. We'll put it in the I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's no, com. we have hundreds of jobs open. And their oh. Forge Buffalo is it's a part of 43 North. We created it. Um, it's just really a hub where you can go and, and find job opportunities. Um, it's also a place where our startup companies, they go in and they look for people who have put their resume in there. So somebody that's searching for a job can be found. Hmm. Um, so check that out. It's, you know, we need to fill these jobs. We have to get, we have to get talent in here so these companies can grow really quickly and our, our marketing team kind of jokes it's like the the grittier little sibling of 43 north um forge buffalo the social accounts are a lot of fun the events are a lot of fun um they're very laid back so if you see an event we are we promote all the forge buffalo events of course um we just had one last week but there's always going to be more events coming up and anybody can come to them so we have panels with small business owners some entrepreneurs some just community members um they're a lot of fun uh very laid back and just kind of like a little bit of a party cool Love it. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And go check them out because they're doing amazing things for the city of Buffalo and the local community in general. So thank thank you you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks.
spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secured Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FTIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.